It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. It's Jenkins and Jones presented by FanDuel. Might be cold, but the sports calendar is heating up, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, and easy to use. FanDuel always has exclusive offers, boosts, and more. When you win, you'll get paid fast. FanDuel has lots of ways to play, like the spread, money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. Combine multiple bets from the same game in a same-game parlay and try out same-game parlay plus. And FanDuel is now live in Maryland. So use promo code J-A-N-J, that's J-A-N-D-J, and download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Monday, November 21st, Thanksgiving week. And as always, we've got a fun, fresh episode of Jenkins and Jones coming Shut the fuck Monday. up. You nasty fresh motherfucker. That sounded disgusting. <laughs> got a fun, fresh episode. <laughs> Jenkins and Jones hosted by LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's that, Bubba's? Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. How's it going? I'm Gardy B, a.k.a. Mike. And as always, we are coming to you live on the Amazon AMP. 
application on your phone. You can uh, download that and listen live Mondays and Thursdays at 8 a.m. West Coast time. Uh, or you can still catch us in all of your regular podcast uh, platforms after uh, we've recorded live. So those are, those are your options. A quick programming note, we will not be recording live on Thanksgiving morning. With all due respect, the grind uh, is not that real at the Jenkins and Jones <laughs> HQ. <laughs> Big facts. <laughs> so uh, so this will be our episode for the week. It is a, a, a nice, thick, meaty episode uh, to tide you over to next week. <laughs> Pause that, man. <laughs> nice, thick, meaty episode. Nice, thick, this man is wild and early in the pod, G. <laughs> 2000, 2008. 2022 when it comes to the economy those are some scary years fellas the dot-com crash housing crash and the roller coaster we're going through right now one thing is certain it's a dangerous time to not know your numbers but over 31,000 businesses have the confidence and clarity they need because they rely on NetSuite by oracle the number one cloud financial system if you listen to this you know that i run a small nonprofit called the 562 I know very much how important it is for small businesses, businesses of all sizes, to be on top of their finances online, and that's why uh, NetSuite is such a great system for us. NetSuite gives you visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, and budgeting, so you can manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need, all in one place. So, how do you prepare for uncertain times? The answer, NetSuite. NetSuite helps you identify rising costs, automate your business processes, and easily see where to save money. That's why 93% of customers say they improved their visibility and control when they upgraded to NetSuite. So what are you waiting for? Right now, NetSuite is offering one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash J-A-N-J right now. NetSuite.com slash J-A-N-D-J. That's NetSuite.com slash J-A-N-J. All right. Uh... I was talking to Jackson before we started recording, and I would guess you guys are on the same page as me. I think this is going to be a fun episode because actually, I think the three of us disagree about some. There's been some some uh, some discord in the group chat. There's some <laughs> uh, some issues we come down on opposite sides of. But I think one thing we all agree about is very tired of talking about Kyrie and the Nets, and very honestly, I personally am feeling just very glad that he's back playing, and hopefully, we can kind of turn the page. Uh, and move on from asking basketball people to talk about anti-Semitism, uh, etc. cetera. I, I don't think it's been a productive conversation. I think all of the juice has been squeezed out of the orange, but uh, he did play last night. Didn't have a great game, but the Nets did win and look good. Um, before we talk about any of the other stuff around it, like uh, Jalen Brown, which I think will be a more enjoyable conversation, um, you guys have any final thoughts on... <laughs> Kyrie and the Nets and returning to play or any of that. Um, I you know I'm, I'm where you're at. I I'm, I think that I'm ready to close the chapter on the Kyrie aspect of this story, but it it's not that simple. It's not that neat and tidy. Um, you know my my whole thing. You know the whole issue I took with Kyrie during all this shit is bro. You have a huge platform and the shit that you're putting out there is irresponsible. It's reckless. It's dangerous. Right? Like I was not someone who was on the the whole. Yeah, Kyrie needs to pay for this. We need the iron fist to come down. Nah. Like, I didn't give a fuck about any of that. I'm not a fucking police officer, right? <laughs> I didn't care about that. Like like I said, my whole shit was, bro, you are platforming some shit that is harmful, that is toxic, that's a vile ideology that can affect people in real life ways. 
And, you know, when, when, when Kyrie was, was handed those stipulations, you know, he went through them all, checked off all his boxes, seems genuine in his apologies, seems genuine, you, you, you know, took all these meetings, you know, seriously. And, 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 and from, you know, the, what, what we've heard from Joe Sign and, and, the, and the likes is that, you know, he's, this is a guy who, who took this seriously and went above and beyond to try to, you know, get things right and, and, and you know, kind of, you know, fix his thinking here because this wasn't the Kyrie that we saw before the suspension. The Kyrie that we're seeing now, the Kyrie that we saw before the suspension was someone who was doubling down on this shit. And that was like my whole thing with Kyrie It's like, bro, we know that you are on this whole self-enlightenment journey. Right. But when you do that, you have to have a teachable spirit at that with, with that. Right. You, you cannot be curious and closed minded at the same time, because then shit like this is going to happen. When people tell you, bro, you made a, a really wrong fucking turn here and, and let us tell you why you can't be closed off to that shit if you're genuinely you know, um, if you are genuine about this whole in- enlightenment journey and bettering yourself and learning more about yourself, you cannot be, you know, closed-minded like Kyrie was before that. And it seems that maybe he's learned from this because, you know, like I said, you, you know, I've, I've, I've seen the, the apologies, you know, the, 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 the stuff he said to the media. It seems like a genuine dude was like, yo, I got this wrong. I talked to some people. Apologies, right? It seems genuine. But, but like I said, I mean, I think the Kyrie chapter is closed, but, but like, bro, that Pandora box has been open. Like, it's so many people who have just been exposed to this ideology now who weren't, who are just kind of on board. Like, you know, we, we saw the whole, you know, the the, the the Hebrew Israelites coming out like 30, 40 deep at Barclays to support Kyrie. Was that only Even 30, 40? That, might have been about they look like the Muslims. And like, they look like NOI and fucking, <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying, in the right. 60s, bro. And that's the thing, like, bro. With, this is the shit that we were trying to tell you, Kyrie. Even if you walk it back, there are going to be people people who cling on to that shit and will not walk it back with you, like we like we saw tonight. So, like I said, I, if it feels like Kyrie is going to come out a better person than this, but I don't know, man. We'll, we'll see what the the actual fallout is. I hope we don't see it because it would be fucking terrible if we, you know, the, the, just the correlation there. But I don't know. If, if it feels like, like I said, it feels like that Pandora's box was open where so many new people got introduced to this toxic vile faulted bullshit ideology and and like i said that what what comes of that is 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 yet to be seen is the docu is the documentary like a direct reflection of the belief system because the people that i know that are like you know what i'm saying uh black israelites they don't express anti-semitic beliefs to me you know what i'm saying like um, i wonder if that's like the foundation of it but um, I have nothing really else to say about it you know what i mean right I like with, like yeah. you, you and i have talked about this like yeah y- we know a lot of black Israelites. I've never heard any of them quote Hitler the way that never, the never. Did. So like, you know what I mean. Yeah, so, right. so I don't know if that like the the belief system is you know an issue. I think the you know I know a lot of people who you know follow that um, and and don't necessarily believe in that anti-Semitic or the Hitler part of that shit. But um, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I I think you were talking what you're talking about how he was he's curious and is, he's trying to you know he's in a place where he's, he's on a journey, but he's also being close-minded. But I think a lot of it is just like not understanding too, because he was talking about when they were saying like, can you? Be, he was asking if he's anti-Semitic. He was saying I can't be anti-Semitic because he believes in this. In this, he has his belief system, and, he, and it's like that's not how you respond to this shit. I hope he realizes you have to give context now. You know what I mean? And I think with one thing with Kyrie, like we saw him like um, donate sixty-five k to Shanquella Robinson. You know what I'm saying? I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. Uh, but um, you know, I mean, I, I don't think I've ever really questioned. I, I've always wondered, like, where Kyrie's head is. You know what I'm saying? I think that's our issue. and We never really questioned his heart. But, you know, it, you know, if, if, if you're going to go about doing these things, you know, uh, you know, at least give context to the shit. But um, 
respect to that what he did with you know donate that money too because that's what, but I didn't, and he's always done shit like that but that was my issue with Kyrie I, where the confusion became, be, became, began you know what I mean where I was like I was taking up for him because I always saw he was making good decisions as far as like where he putting his money and he's always seemed like he's about what he's talking about you know what I mean but um, with the Alex Jones shit and then like this situation where he's not really giving context and stuff I even went to the barbershop I told y'all I showed y'all the video as soon as I walked in they playing that that shit you know what I mean and I was talking to him like yo you know, if you were to do this shit, would you not give context to what you were talking about? Would you get the background? It's like, if, you, if you're using Hitler as a fucking, I mean, there's there's so many fucking, Hitler didn't fuck with us. You know what I'm saying? So why are we using him as an example in, 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 in documentaries? And you even know? if he had, yeah, not yeah. a great dude to not have a great on the dude. team. Exactly, <laughs> right, exactly, right. exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, and he, and he was like, yeah, that's you, you're right. You know what I'm saying? So like, bro, I, I never had an issue with the belief system. You know what I mean? It was just how, like, you know, sharing that documentary, not giving context and not, you know what I'm saying, say, yo, this is what I was, this is what I meant with that. You know what I'm saying? This is where I was coming from. Fuck the Hitler shit. Yeah, that's dead ass. Yeah. That's some bullshit, you know, but, um, but yeah, I, that's, I, I that's where I'm at with it. The whole thing has just sort of been deeply shitty, in my opinion. There's no question that there's been media members and white basketball fans, like white liberal basketball fans who the shaming or humbling of Kyrie Irving was very much an end in and of itself for them. Right. Um, even if I happen to agree that he did something shitty that he should have given. I'm not on the nigga side. For. And like, that was very the weird. Whole you know thing what I'm just saying? Sucked. And Bro, I'd be very yeah. happy to put it in the rear view mirror for sure. I've never been on the opposite side of so many of my friends. You know what I mean? Yeah, this has not been an enjoyable. I was just sending you guys a couple of screenshots of, of things, right? It's like it's just it's not been fun, bro. And and it's like explaining, yo, like, you know, I'm not a you know, I'm not a it's it's I I hated that shit, bro. But I mean we, we had some good conversations about it. Uh, uh with my homies and you know what I'm saying and shit like that. And my barber, well, I, I had a conversation you know I, mean? I joke I, about I, it. I I had a conversation I told y'all with our uh Char and I's friend who's a rabbi who he went to Polly with us. And he was like at Polly with friends of like he had the same friends that I had. Right. Yeah. yeah. And he called me uh, after I tweeted about the Chappelle thing and he was hurt. He was like, I'm seeing like crazy stuff from people we went to high school with, like stuff that really like surprised and hurt him. He's like, I thought anti-Semitism was pretty cut and dry. Right, 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 <laughs> like, right. I didn't right. think we were going to blow the dust off that shit, you know? So, yeah, I mean, I'll be happy to put this shit in the background. Um Jalen Brown uh, let us know the Q's had a rally to support uh, <laughs> to support Kyrie. Jaylen. Tyler, can you please <laughs> explain this shit, bro? bro. Jalen, what the fuck? <laughs> Jalen Brown, what the fuck? Um, explain you know, this to Jackson. Jalen Brown who is, who is, from who is, Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Lacking like, some context about the black fraternity aspect of this shit, please. Yeah. Um. So, uh, the black Hebrew Israelites wear purple and gold, and the Qs, who are a fraternity, Omega Psi Phi, black fraternity, they wear uh, purple and gold too. And Jalen Brown, uh, there, there's, you know, there was footage going around of like, you know, like you said, the fifty to seventy or however many black Hebrew Israelites outside Barclay lined up, and Jalen Brown retweeted that and said, "Energy." Um, then he came back, you know, a couple hours later and said, you know, uh, that wasn't the group that I thought was, that was in that picture. I thought that was the Q dogs who were out there showing support. So it's, it's, it's two ways you can go here. <laughs> either, either somebody got on the phone with him and said, bro, you are supporting, you know, some people who are on some bullshit and Jalen just says flat out lying to us, or he didn't fucking do his research 
and jump to that conclusion. And I don't know how, like I said, a, a black, a young black man from Atlanta confuses the fucking cues in the black Hebrew Israelites. But either way, Jalen just, uh, he just comes out looking goofy in all of this. Like either with, with if, if he didn't do his research, you know, on the group that is supporting the dude who didn't do the research on a documentary he posted, you know, you look goofy there. Or if, if he had to walk it back because he was, you know, supporting, you know, the black Hebrew Israelites who are on some bullshit. He just looks just looks goofy in all of it, bro. No other way around it, man. That's the whitest mistake from a nigga from the blackest place on the fucking planet I've ever fucking seen. There's no way in hell I believe that shit, dog. You know what I mean? If you're going to say it, stand on it and give us some context. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, that is not a... <laughs> and then he posts the pictures. We know what a Q is, nigga. You wildin'. Like, these are the guys who I... No, you did it, G. You feel me? That's absolutely ridiculous. So, you know, man, there's, there's no... That's cap. There's cap. is cap. There's no way in hell he thought them were the Qs. He thought they were who they were. And, he, you know, you know, the, the, the right person gave him the wrong call. You feel what I'm saying? Or the wrong one gave him the right call, whichever way you want to look at it. Tyler tweeted, why would you even think the cues would be mounting up like that for Kyrie? He wasn't under fire for eating air pussy to atomic dog. <laughs> That's what the cues do, bro. That's what the cues <laughs> reputation. For people who are not familiar with the cues, they are the wild boys of the black fraternities. They are the motherfuckers who come out there in them goddamn spray-painted gold-ass boots and and out there stomping the atomic dog by, by motherfucking... And uh, they, with their drawers on, you feel me? Yeah, right. They nasty right. niggas, air pussy. and they on some nasty yeah. shit. They don't give yes. a fuck yes. with, you know what I mean? No. Yeah. They're, they're, they are known for... They're nasty yes, scholars. They are, known, they are known for lifting women up while they're stepping and putting their crotches in their face and, and eating jean pussy in front of everybody who's watching. And if I was right, going to be in a frat, that, is, that would be the one. <laughs> right? Like, Big like that's who Jalen thought was out here mobilizing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If I like getting beat up to join a group, I'll get beat up to join that one, Bubba. For sure, <laughs> dog. <laughs> they would have jumped me into that frat. Because, nigga, they was, hey, no, nah, but that was not no motherfucking cue. <laughs> not at all. All right, um, let's go from maybe the most bleak and unenjoyable NBA controversy to, I would say this is the most fun NBA controversy I've seen this season. Let's talk about Laddergate, gentlemen. Now, I've gone as far out of my way to learn as little about what actually happened in this story as possible so that I can get my Skip Bayless, Stephen A., completely uninformed, wildly out-of-pocket, off-the-cuff takes off the, on you this You didn't shit. read the articles? I didn't read shit. I didn't read any of the screenshots. You saw the sent. video that saw you I'm on it. Team Giannis. <laughs> Fuck that ladder. Fuck the people who are trying to get him out of there. Fuck Treads. <laughs> Fuck the Sixers. <laughs> Tyler, go Explain ahead, man. You've you been catching ex fire. Ex You've been catching heat for yeah. Ex ex explain right, so, what happened. Yeah. Explain how the nicest guy in the NBA, Tyler, as you put it, did something that wasn't so milk and Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, okay, so basically, you know, shitty game from the free throw line for for Giannis. What, four of twelve, four of ten, my dad. Yeah, four of twelve. I think. Right. Um, he's been. This is the worst free throw. Uh, you know, season he's had in his career so far. I think he's shooting like 62%. Mm. But that's probably, you know, the bigger overarching actual basketball story here. But the bullshit story <laughs> is he was <laughs> – Bullshit <laughs> only. Yes, yeah. The bullshit story is, you know, Giannis was – he had, he said, you know, he has a routine when he has a shit night from, from the free throw line that he stays after and doesn't leave until he hits 10 free throws straight. Um, he said he was – he had got to the point where he had eight straight. Trez came over, told him – you know, took the ball, told him, get the fuck on. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? He, he, he told him, get the fuck off the court. I need to fuck, you know, the, I, I need to get my shit in. Giannis was like, we can shoot together. Trent was like, I ain't trying to hear that shit. 
So during all of this, we, there's footage. You can see the arena worker coming over with the ladder. They were doing some shit on the other end of the court where it looks like they were probably mo- removing like camera um, e- e- equipment off, off, off the backboard or whatever the fuck. So during all of this, the arena worker's walking over. So that whole theory that, you know, Trez and, and the arena workers were in cahoots and all that, <laughs> that doesn't hold up here. So the arena workers walking over during all this while, while and Giannis is at the point where he's just flabbergasted that he doesn't have a basketball. He's at the free throw line like, what the fuck just happened? And the arena worker starts doing his rim shit that, that he did on the other one. And w- during this, Giannis goes back to the locker room. He comes out with two more basketballs. And, you know, he's he sees the arena worker, you know, doing shit. And he's like, bro, I'm trying to shoot here. The arena worker didn't want to move the shit. Giannis pushed the shit. That's basically the, the cliff note story here. So the questions of morality here, the, the great philosophical debate of our era is. The ladder flopped, first of all. The ladder <laughs> flopped. He did his, you know, hey, you need to check that ladder, bro. Might have been a little dysfunctional, all right? The equilibrium wasn't equilibrium, or whatever the fuck, nigga. That shit, yeah. Yeah, he ain't put a lot of pressure behind that push, baby. It don't take much to push a ladder over. I'm dude. talking They're shit, bro, of course, fuck. man. Come on, I'm just, I'm yeah. just bullshitting. <laughs> but yeah, so, so we just Team Giannis, baby. This, yeah, so the question is, we gonna are, lie about it know, if we need to. That's our nigga, you feel me? <laughs> So Go the ahead. questions are, was, was, was Trez Wilding, was the arena worker Wilding, was Giannis Wilding? I think you can make a case for everybody, everybody yeah. was out here Wilding in this. Yeah, I feel um, like, I feel like I, everybody I, was Wilding, but I don't think, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if, you know, I don't know if Giannis needs to make a public apology. You know what I mean? No, also, I no. saw, like, there was a dude who was, like, trying to move it, who looked like an arena worker, too. And then there was the white dude that was trying to do his work. And then when Yana put on his push it, and then the white dude walks off point, and I'm like, you know, fuck that motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's where I was at with it. It didn't seem like it was that big of a deal. The other arena worker was trying to move the ladder, it seemed. You know what I'm saying? So I think this dude was kind of being a dickhead. You feel me? Yana shouldn't have pushed it. But, like, I don't, I, I get why. I was like, man, fuck this, bro. Like, this is not a big deal. You make it a big deal out of nothing. Let me just hit these, another three, these three free throws. I know he wanted to shake and all of that. I feel him. You know what I mean? But it's not that big of a deal. It's Giannis Antetokounmpo, bro. Pull out your fucking video. Take a picture with the nigga. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't right. think it's that. It's not. You know what I mean? I, I think you're just trying to. You, you, you was trying to. You was trying to prove a point, and it didn't come off in the way it should have. You know, it, it didn't to me at least. It's fucking trash. Like I, I, at first, I thought he, I, from the video alone, it looked like before I did a little. You know, did my research. You know what I mean? Did a little a few a little reading and seeing different angles. You know what I mean? It looked like, you know, Giannis pushed the shit. And I know I was high as fuck when I hit y'all. But I was like, I don't know if I'm tripping, but it seemed like Giannis <laughs> was wildly right here because, and Trez like the real nigga. But Trez being a dickhead, Giannis seemed like he handled it as well, as good as he can. You know what I'm saying? But like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to go get another ball, go to the other side. I'm not. And then there was a arena worker that was, you know, being, I think, moving in a way that was unnecessary. You know what I mean? So I don't, I don't think Giannis needs to make a public apology. I feel like maybe he's, you know, like, you know, I, I think he's. I think I don't think he was well in his right to push the ladder, but I don't think it's worth apologizing for, honestly. Um, I th- I think I don't think I don't think he needs to go to public town square and repent for his sins. But I think a little. I didn't mean for it to fall over. My bad. I think that would have sufficed. Yeah, I mean, that's but cool. you know, yeah, he. But... Yeah, yeah. He but, did but, have but, a quote that was like, "It was like the ladder fell over, right?" He didn't. He, yeah, was, he didn't say like, "I yeah. knocked it over." Which he was like, "It, it was regrettable that the ladder fell over." That admits a little <laughs> guilt to me. Like you know, you the ladder didn't fall over. You pushed. It. <laughs> you definitely pushed that motherfucker. Strong yeah, wind my, my, blew into the my, arena. Right. <laughs> my whole shit is, 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 bro, 
It's like I said, everyone's like, I don't. Trez doesn't owe him that hospitality to, to where he fucking has to, sh- you know, share the court with him. He wants to shoot with him. That's Trez's house, regardless of how trash he is. Because, like, like if motherfucking Michael Jordan told somebody to get off his court, everyone would be like, wow, that's a competitor right there. But that's look, Michael look at, look at Jordan. Everything. But he's yes, not yes, Michael but like, Jordan. We can't. He's not. Of course he's not. But it's of not the same. But, but, but that's the whole thing. What is he supposed to do? Is he supposed to tell this guy, bro, go ahead, get your reps in, get better, so you can eliminate us when we see you in the playoffs? He's just supposed to bend the knee like that? I like, mean, I don't get that either, bro. Uh, they can share a rim for three more free throws, bro. If he doesn't want him to. I mean, look, like, everyone talks about how, you know, everyone's too buddy-buddy these days and all that shit. What is wrong with saying, bro, you are someone who's going to be in our way this postseason. Hell no, nah, you can't get your reps in with us. What's wrong with that? I, don't I, have no problem. I have no problem with that on the court. But we're talking about, bro, like, this is after the game. This is like there's no one here to see this. There shouldn't really even be anyone rolling film on it that there happened to be or whatever, like, the dude is trying to finish up his workout and get out of your fucking hair. And look, I mentioned this to you guys in the group chat, but like at the end of the day, some deference is owed to a Giannis or a Michael Jordan or a LeBron because those dudes are setting your salary cap. They are setting your vet minimum by the amount of interest in the top four or five dudes in the league. And so like, I'm not saying you got to move your shit off. But if he's like, hey, I'm just going to get three more free throws in or whatever, and, like, we can share the rim, then cool. Like, that, to me, that's normal. That's that, that's not like – he's being a little Pat Bevish. And I, and I would add, by the way, I'm a big fan of Trez as a human being. I think he's a really good dude. Solid. Seen him, seen him move in Southern California, seen him move in Long Beach, been very impressed by him as a human being. But, like, just let the dude get his last three fucking free throws up, bro. It's just not that serious. That's how I feel, man. I don't I, – I just don't – know how we can say these guys are competitors and they don't ever want to admit anyone's better than them then you're, you're saying yeah you got to bend the knee and give that dude your court at your house i, I mean the nigga paid five minutes in the game bro i don't even know you can call him a competitor you know what i'm saying at this point you know what i mean homie just kind of was he's, that, that's he's a, my whole thing. hey bro he, he said he, he needs, he's just watching he was doing what i was doing you know thing. what i mean like he need he needs that work more than Giannis. Giannis <laughs> I, I, is gonna be in the I mvp mean, race I, I, I this motherfucker saying, might be in fort wayne but also you know what i'm saying he might be a Fort Wayne mad ant next week. He needs that work way more than Giannis, bro. Getting shots up right after the game there is he gonna need more than that. You feel what I'm saying? Like 15 footers but, for, listen, for 20 minutes listen, after the game, my, my like whole, dog, that ain't it. Bro, we know who Trez is. This is the type of dude he is. He doesn't back down from anyone. This is the same one who called Luca a bitch ass white boy when Luca was giving that motherfucker 40 in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Trez doesn't give a shit about any of that hierarchy shit, man. This is par for the course. And, and so I stand I'm, behind Trez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. I, don't, I just, I'm, I'm not saying, like, I, it, none of this matters. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying, like, Trez is wrong and all that. I'm like, he was being a dickhead, but that's what Tre- that Trez was being himself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, the only person that acted out. Seeing Giannis push it that that ladder was we were seeing him act outside of himself. We didn't see that out of Giannis. I don't think in that situation it was that big of a deal, but it was odd seeing Giannis react in that way in that situation. You know what I mean? But it but because he but had I don't two think it was consecutive wrong. You know what I mean? No, like, he he had two consecutive interactions that I think surprised him. I think the Trez thing surprised him because there is this fraternity not between the lines during a 48-minute game of these dudes are all on the same team. They are all in the same in the union NBA, right. trying to raise exactly. their pay. You know what I mean? Like, there, there is that brotherhood, and there is a deference because you do know who the fucking top dogs are, and you do know that they're carrying water for you in in, in the bigger picture of your financial situation. But so he goes, oh, he's Giannis, right? He's not going to fucking get into an altercation with Trez in fucking Philly or whatever. It's like, all right, I'm going to the other side of the gym to shoot three fucking free throws 
you're an idiot. I'm going to laugh with my brothers about this shit later, whatever. He goes over there, and then it's a fucking <laughs> it's, it's an arena worker like, no, <laughs> we're trying to take the cameras off the backboard. And that's the one to me that's like, look, I don't know if, if, the, if the worker is hearing what's happening between Trez and, and Giannis and is like, yeah, like me and Trez are going to fucking... <laughs> <laughs> now you gotta see, you, you gotta see the footage, bro. There was no collaboration between the, the that arena work. Okay, okay, I don't okay, think okay. I don't. I, don't I, I just to me, it's like you know, if we're gonna use an example, that's like Bobby Jackson. You know, I'm like, I, well, I, I actually, I mean, that that was a real rivalry. But I mean, like hey, Bobby I'm Jackson, saying, like Bobby Jackson was a solid rotation player for them Kings. Bro. Yeah, yeah, man, he was, he was, he was, he was like man. seventh man. You know what I'm saying? So it, I, you know, he was a good player. But I'm saying like. Who, who, we, don't, we don't remember the nigga that played five minutes for the fucking Kings, so I'm using the nigga that was seven, eighth off the bench. You know what I mean? Like, was Turkaloo the eighth nigga? You know what I'm saying? Like, who was, like, I think Bobby was a sixth man, so I guess we'll say Hito, Tudu, Turkey, Hito, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe... maybe Hito, the, Turkey Glue. Yeah, yeah, before he really became a nigga we really gave a fuck about. He had some good minutes, though. But anyway, we're saying he came and Kobe is getting work up you know, in a regular season game. And we gonna tell that nigga, bitch, you better get the fuck off the court. This is Kobe Bryant. Who the fuck is you? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I just, I, bro, I just, I don't, I don't think. But, I, but, but so, so the tre the Trez thing is one part. But then with the arena worker, like, it would be normal for dudes to share a rim for two shots or whatever for the guy to finish his workout. It would also be normal for the arena worker to go, hey man, my boss really wants me to do this. Like, I'll, I'll. I'll tell him to chill the fuck out. Can we get a picture afterwards or something? Can you sign this for my kid or something? You know what I mean? Like, that's all normal fucking back and forth stuff. The, like, actual interfering of an NBA player. And let's be honest, at a top-tier NBA player. The best player in the shit fucking off. world. The best yeah. basketball player in the world. Your boss would be like, you tripping. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's like you got you to know the situation. You know All those people work in customer service around the top tier NBA. Like, whether it's cool or exactly. not, that is the way that it, that's the way it fucking is. If Giannis makes a phone call to the arena manager and says, your guys <laughs> fucked me up, they're going to be pissed at those dudes. You know what I mean? So, and also, and, and I want to add this, I never. Milwaukee, I think, like, uh, there, there's yeah. like, it's still, he's still an NBA player. He's an you NBA player. You're going to be like, all right, you know, like, you know, just let him do this thing. And I just want to add, I have literally never, I searched my memory banks. I've never been on the side of the person who made the most money in a situation like this. <laughs> I'm always on the side of the $15 an hour arena worker. But in this case, to me, you're fucking tripping. And I know Giannis, to me, very much seems like someone who's telling him, I have three shots left. Like, I'm just trying to finish this shit so I can get the fuck out of here. Listen, this this is all very ridiculous, minuscule. It's not a big deal. Yeah. But I look at it like this. It all boils down to this. Out of Trez and Giannis, only one of them made an arena worker have to do more work. As minor as picking a ladder back up is, Giannis is the guy who did that. You know what I mean? So... And Giannis was being a dickhead when he pushed the ladder over, for sure. Yes, yeah. yes, that was. And I believe him that he didn't mean to do it, but he still knocked the fucking ladder over. I don't. It, 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 I didn't. I, I feel like people were making it seem as if like he was shitting on a waitress or a waiter. Yeah. You know what I mean? It didn't quite seem like that. It seemed like the, the people were kind of out of line, and it went a little further than it should have, but in, a, in an understandable way. You know what I'm saying? I think mm -hmm. I kind of understand everybody yeah, in the situation, yeah, there, there, and also everybody's a, a little a, fucked up too. Of course, agendas got agending the whole, we've got him exposed. He's not the nice guy. No, I think Giannis mm. is a genuinely good yeah, dude. He for just sure. had a little dickhead moment. A minor dickhead moment on the scale of dickhead moments. You know what I mean? So When I first saw it, though, I was like, damn, man. I watched it like 16 times. I was high, <laughs> right. so that's probably why I watched it a couple times. I was like, 
<laughs> I was like, yo, I might be tripping, but it looked like Giannis being an asshole right here, guys. Like I, I couldn't believe my eyes. <laughs> not Giannis, you it, know what I mean? So not Giannis. I'm glad we got a little it more. It did bother. It though. did bother him enough that his wife posted on Instagram, did the you and me the, against you the world and me against the world, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love it though, man. Even for little shit, let niggas know you ten toes. That's you know what I mean? That's real though. Yeah, 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 because you know, like I said, like I said, the haters were for sure overreacting with that shit. And y'all know I'm the biggest Giannis guy in the world, and I just thought that you know he was out of line here. Like I said, it's not a big fucking deal. Not at all. Not at all. <clears throat> Fuck you, it's a huge deal. All right, let's talk about <laughs> Giannis, Team Giannis. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects easy. We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. Uh, we had some painting done. We are able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rates through Angie and pick someone we were really happy with. It was super easy to use the app, super easy to connect with someone. We got the call right away, so we didn't have to sit around and wait. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installation, or cleaning. Angie has simplified finding help for home projects. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service projects from start to finish. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get more kicks out of every world soccer match with FanDuel. Soccer fans, now is the perfect time to give FanDuel a shot because new customers get $125 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. And when you bet on Team USA in group play, all customers get free bets back if they don't win. FanDuel is also now live in Maryland, so you can get in on the action now with great offers, boosts, and more. 
Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, you can build your own same-game parlays and take advantage of awesome offers all throughout the tournament. Best of all, you'll get paid your winnings instantly. So don't miss your chance to get $125 in free bets, win or lose, when you join FanDuel with promo code JNJ. That's J-A-N-D-J. Make every moment more with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after a street. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG. Uh, let's talk about uh, let, let's let's talk about Benjamin Watson and this uh, this shit oh, that happened wow. on TV, the the true documentary that that you just never know when a two America situation is going to present itself. And I'll be honest with you, I had not noticed this discrepancy personally, but uh, I don't even know the name of the co-host on the show. Made a made a comment. Uh, Benjamin Watson says something about he, you know, he's wearing these suits. They're teasing about his suits. He said, my wife likes it. And one of the co-hosts said, that's not what she said in her text to me. Mm-mm. Wyland. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yep. So I mean, they, but it was so they come weird. back from commercial yeah. <laughs> and both of them are off the set. <laughs> it's the other two dudes sitting there with two very empty looking seats. <laughs> Bro, the set looked naked. Yeah, <laughs> it yes. like it was, it was like they were, like they were putting the set up, like you know what I'm saying. Yes. Like, <laughs> so then Benjamin Watson comes back in, straightening his suit out, and sits down, and like and, and was upset. I saw some his people saying suit. like they thought it was a bit. I don't think Benjamin Watson's that good of an actor, and he seemed genuinely pretty perturbed to me. And he also seems like a dude who would understandably take offense to the comment. So he's from yes. Norfolk, Every- Virginia, bro. That's a country nigga. They ain't playing about that shit, baby. Hey, hey, we we saw we saw how how a rapper from that same area got a motherfucker out of here for talking about his wife back in 2018 when Drake, you know, talked about Miss Virginia Williams. And Pusha <laughs> T was like, "You shat speak on my wife's name ever again." <laughs> and he shat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's it's for sure a, a two a, it, yeah it's for sure a two Americans thing. Um, because like I said, if you look, um, they took a little fucking PR picture. Peter Burns is is, is the guy's name. Thank you. Peter Burns, Benjamin Watson, they took a little PR picture. Peter, Peter Burns smiling ear to ear, looking corny. A Peter Burns. Definitely a Peter <laughs> Burns ass nigga, bro. Go Peter ahead, right? Burns' is comment about my <laughs> wife. <laughs> you can't let a Peter get that off, but go ahead, my bad. And, and Benjamin Watson was stone-faced as a motherfucker in that picture. <laughs> like, and, and, and he retweeted that shit and said, you still owe my wife a public apology. So, nah, I, I think Benjamin Watson was dead ass serious about that shit. Like I said, it's a two Americas thing. White dudes make fun of their friends' wives. We do not do that shit as black people, Mm-mm. bro. We do not clown the homies' wives. We do not clown the homies' girls. That is some white people shit, bro. Even if your homie say some shit about his chick, that's for your homie to say. I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm here to the, listen. The- I'm not here the to har- comment. Like, you know what I mean? Right. The harshest criticism you ever get when the homie's been is, oh, she did that? Oh, she wildin'. That's it. Right. That is as or far I hear you. I hear you. I, I feel you. I yeah. feel you. I I I know what you right. I know what you're going through. Like that's I, I just confirm their feelings. I don't touch I never give my opinion. That ain't my place. You feel what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I honestly, 
I, I can't be. I, I don't. I don't have enough white friends to know. Like you know, what I'm saying like Mike, you my white friend, bro. Like you feel me? Like you know, the motherfucker that came to my house. I don't really. I've never really heard dudes like you know, joke like that to each other. You feel what I'm saying? Like even. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I've never like adult saying shit like that. I've never heard you know dudes. You know what I'm saying? Saying that shit. So it's. Hearing that on television was like, well, I saw like, ooh, like when I first heard it, like, nigga. Also, bro, his wife ain't playing that shit, and he got to go home, so he got to stand ten toes on television, like you know, it's similar, to like you know what I'm saying? Not, not, it's not the the slap shit, you feel what I'm saying? Don't but like, do it. Not, yeah, but, yeah. but you got to, you got to stand ten toes <laughs> on television, you know what I'm saying? To let yeah. him know that you don't play that, cause at home, your wife gonna be looking at you sideways if you let the man joke about her, on, you know what I'm saying? In front of everybody, yeah. you feel me? So. I mean, dog, it just that ain't that ain't it, bro. That ain't that ain't it. I I in response to Tyler's comment, I don't even think that's a black thing. I don't black people, Mexican people, Samoan people, Asian people. So it's I only mean, a white really, thing that people it, be doing that shit. It's like a specific kind of white too. Okay. I won't <laughs> Anglo White. I won't put his name out there in case he didn't want it, but we a, a, a mutual Twitter friend of ours <laughs> DM Tyler and was like not the ethnic whites, my friend. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's I, like, you're not gonna see any Italians or Greeks talking shit about their wives like that. It's yeah. a specific kind of waspy Anglo white, bro. <laughs> oh, and yes. they talk to their moms like that. They talk about their wives and shit like that. And it's but and Tyler's made this point. He's been right about it as well. When people talk about uh, whenever sort of like a self hating black person will tweet about, well, white people treat women like this. And why do we, you know, and it's like, no, no, no. Have you ever been around white people on a business trip or in college, bro? bro? <laughs> those motherfuckers take those wedding rings off and and debauchery ensues. I have been there. Like, like y'all are so wild motherfuckers. I thought dog. that was movie shit. They really be like that? Oh, they be out there, dog. They be out there. Damn. I thought like yeah. that. But I, I've, I've literally never heard, you know what I'm saying, somebody say, like, joke on a dude's chick. Like, I've never heard that. It's just shit ain't never been sweet. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Like, yeah. I, you're, you're, like, But that's, that's, that's his wife. That's not the text she sent me. Nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I'm going to look around like. Wait. Hey, you're lucky the, he waited till the camera cut away. Right. Bro. The, like, the record scratched. Like, I'm like, oh, shit. Nigga, I'm like, well, that's, yeah, we, that's we, it for me. <laughs> Pack everything up. Get the fuck out of there. Bro. It's shit. Yeah, I have motherfucking. Jim, Jim Rome, Chris Everett moment out there, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> gonna lean your ass over that table, dog. Jeez. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, right. Yeah, you're yeah. real lucky it's, Benjamin Watson didn't try to find out if the table was bolted down or not. You know right, what I mean? Right. The tweet, <laughs> exactly. It was so funny where you just saw, like, the black people like, hell no. Nah. And the white people were like, it's just a joke, bro. And I I, I, I never, it, it was, the, like, like, Mike, you said, the line was so clear where it was like, you know, like, bro. Two Americans like a both. Right, right. It was there was nobody that was like there was there was no middle person where I was like, oh, you know, they they they're on the wrong side. It it, it was it was wild to see. I ne- but I've never really heard nobody in my real life. You, you heard people say that shit? Yeah, I've I've I've, I've, I've worked around a ton of fucking white people. I have too, but maybe w- I, I, wives I, are not held in high I never esteem. really hear them say no shit like I just never heard nobody joke like that. I didn't think it was all that sweet until like I just saw like people's responses to it, but that's crazy. I yeah, yeah, look, I, I don't want to get like super, super deep into some of the stuff that the three of us were talking about or whatever, but <clears throat> there is like a, it, it is a specific kind of like casual misogyny is what I think it is. That's like, 
Um, yeah, you know, it's very like ruling class. Fucking, I'm reading this. <laughs> this is a bad analogy. I'm reading this Fire and Blood. It's like very Targaryen. Oh. It's very like we're the fucking chosen. Like you know, like the women work for us. Black people work for. It's just like very snobbish, casual supremacy, superiority type thinking, and it's fucking bullshit. You that know, and it, and it is. It is there though, and and it is like I said, like not to tie it in with you know all the you know whatever else stereotypes and school shooting or whatever else, but it is like it is a specific kind of person that was to fuck you, mom, and fucking to, you know talk about his wife or whatever. And I I don't know, I I certainly don't identify with that type of person. I sent that video <laughs> where people were talking about like you know like due due to patriarchy, like a lot of men will marry women that serve them. Not not women they actually like, you know what I'm saying? And so when they look at their wife, they don't look as their wife as like a friend. They look as a, their wife as somebody that serves them or serves them well in their life. You feel what I'm saying? They, they, they so, look at their wife as a Ford F-150. Right, you feel me? Like, yeah, they got a lot of horsepower. We can get the job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She got them childbearing hips, you know what I mean? And she can cook good, you feel me? Like, no, but like some very like misogynist, misogynist ways of, of viewing their wives. And so like they don't marry people that they actually like. They marry people that like, you know, can help them get what they need to get done or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So that when I, then that video it explained it well. So that's why, you know, like, you know, I'm, that makes sense what you're saying. People that have particular type of views um, that, you know, patriarchy, they benefit from that shit. You know what I'm saying? And the utmost, you feel me? Like, would, would, would think and, and speak about their wives in that way. And it'd be cool to, to, to talk, yeah. talk about somebody who they don't necessarily view as are equal or, or, or like. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, but... To me, it's a to to me over and above that. There's like this. It's just a question of like, I would never confide in someone about a third party that is more important to me than that that person that I'm talking to. You know what I mean? So we, I, I talked with with y'all about this. I've never vented to someone about my wife. I, you know what I mean? If if if, we, if there's been a stretch where we're going through it, someone asks me how everything's going, I'm like, we're cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's it, it's just like it's a confidence, and so humor to me is the exact same thing. Like I've never, like, who are you to hear me make a joke like that? Right, <laughs> you know right. What I mean, like, I make a joke to my wife, you know, but I'm yeah. not gonna make a joke to you. You're down here, you know what I mean? Like, I and I, that's just like a life priority thing. And in, 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 in disagreements with my wife, you know, what I'm saying, like, I think it's you know, you you have to solve those with your wife. Nobody, you know, nobody, you know, what I'm saying, like. The person that is most important in that situation to discuss that with is your wife. You know what I mean? But I, sometimes I'll, 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 I'll hit up people up and be like, yo, am I tripping? Am I tripping? You, you know what I'm saying? Your, right, like, am yeah. I tripping? You know what I'm saying? Because I want to know if I'm tripping. Like, so I need to approach this a particular way. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, like jokes at the expense. Nah, I'm cool on that. You know what I mean? Like, that, that shit, shit ain't, you know. Shit ain't sweet it's, like it's, that, bro. I'm not cool with that. I don't want to open that up where somebody say some shit too, because I'm not gonna go for it. You feel me? Yeah. So it's it's just it's just so interesting to me that the the oh everybody's soft now, everybody's a snowflake. Participation trophies are ruining us. That crowd is firmly on the side of real men let other men disrespect their wives. Right? <laughs> that <laughs> makes a, just a a button doesn't make any fucking sense. Just a bunch of followers worshiping at the altar of Ted Cruz, right? Like like right. I do not fucking understand how that shit you know jobs, but but it does make yeah. sense. 
Like it does it make does. sense. It does. You know, it it does. doesn't make you know sense, what? but it also does for that, that that group of people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it 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 does make sense because going back to you know what Mike said about how you know this doesn't apply with like Mexicans and Samoans and Italians either. It, it all goes back to like you know we've all been you know suppressed by regular ass Anglo ass wasp ass white people, yeah. right? And we've and, and we've 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 been at the point you know when, when our experience in this country where all we've had is us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we're we're a bit more possessive about our partners than than white people are. Uh, because, you know, um, the, the, the thing about it is we haven't had the power that white people have had. And the, the way that white power works is that white power manifests by, you know, disregarding others. Mm-hmm. So white men even disregard their wives to play into that, you know, um, role there. So I think that's, you know, the gist of it. Well, and, so I, I, and, I, and, and I would add, like, because I want to be clear, like, I mean, misogyny is in every culture and like every sure. big facts, every man and, and and every part right like Maybe whooping our ass the, out here i ain't gonna the, lie bro right like the the, the 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 possessiveness turns into its own negative type of, show. of, yeah. of, of show. misogyny as well right and I, and I say that not about y'all but about italians about i mean that's like a that's a that's a fact of it so facts. there is a flip yep. side of that i'm trying to navigate this with with Vinny right now so Vinny's nine years old he's getting big as y'all know right mm-hmm. And I, I've made it clear to him, you know, his, his sister's at his school. His sister's, a, she's the, you guys know Maya. She's the funniest, sweetest, like, you know, weirdest, most hilarious little kid there is. Fucking love Facts. Maya. A Me legend. Too. The best, right? The GOAT. Uh, no, number one. But, you know, she she's like, we had a, we had a friend over, like a, a friend of theirs. And, you know, he made a joke about Maya being weird. And so I looked at Vinny, right? Mm. I looked at Vinny and Vinny laughed. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I grabbed him by his shirt. <laughs> I hate it. I walked it, him over into it. his bedroom. I hate it. I hate it. But I yeah. hate it too. But I sat him you down. I was like, "Listen know, to me. Man. She's on your team above Always. any other team. She's on your team over you being on my team. Like that's your little girl. Yeah. Right. She's my little girl, and she's your little girl. And she's not gonna have anyone else to step up for her. Mm. Like if you if and if you believe which I do." in a positive form of masculinity or protective form of masculinity, it's like, there's a responsibility around that. And I, whether it's my wife or my daughter or, or whatever, especially it's like, I'm not going to have any dude out here (laughs) with anything to say. I don't give a fuck if you're an eight. I don't give a fuck if you're my coworker. You don't have shit to say about the women in my family. Big facts. <laughs> so, Big facts. I don't know. And that's, I mean, that's like, I'm. it was just funny to me, the timing of this, because it's like, we're, I'm passing this down in my household this week. That's <laughs> wild, though. That's, such, I, that's, that's, that's interesting. That, like, I was, when you, when you said it, I was wondering what Vinny's response was going to be immediately. But I guess you, have, you do have to teach that. You do have to teach it. My mom was like, you know, super young, was on that same shit, bro, like. You know, this is your little sister. You know what I mean? Like, and and it was a fact, like, Joy is, Joy don't play about me. You know what I'm saying? Like, she does right. not play about me. You feel me? So, and I do not play about her. Like, as y'all know, she hit me up on some, I can't believe you used to fight in high school. Uh, some of them fights, you know, not, 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 not the small minority. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because, you know, somebody might have said some shit or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, but yeah, yeah. So that that's man, that's that's interesting. You put it that way. I didn't think about it like that. But yeah, I guess we've all we've always been kind of taught that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. M- misogyny is ubiquitous as fuck. It's everywhere, and and good on you, Mike, because it's like little moments like that mm-hmm. that kind of plant the seed for that shit not to you know blossom into in, yeah in, into the full blown shit. Like like funny ass story. Y'all know I got a eighteen year old godson. Um, he, he was like nine years old, right? I was busting his ass in 2K one day, right? And so, and, and so, and, you know, he's, he, he, he's a little frustrated. He pauses the game. He looks at me and he, and he says, he, he, 
the cutest, most adorable shit. He says, Uncle, is it okay if I curse? And I was like, I was like, yeah, man, I don't give a shit. But I told him this. I said, I said, there's two rules, bro. You don't tell people I said it's okay for you to curse, period. I said it's okay for you to curse around me. That's fine. Right. And I said, the other thing is, you are not to refer to women, girls, whatever, as bitches when you're cursing. Right, right, right. right. So, you, you know what I'm saying? So, 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 yeah. so it's like, yeah, it's, it's like, you know, like you had that little moment where you were like, yo, I need to stop the seed of this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of had the same shit with him. And, and that's kind of just been something that I've just been like, you know, hammering down on on, on, on my guys. And like, whenever I see like the little misogyny peek peeking, I'm like, bro, bro, nah, nah, we're not doing that. We not yeah, doing yeah. That. Yeah. Because that shit's. <clears throat> That's that is a real. I mean, I, it's a challenge in every generation, as we just said. It's it's ubiquitous, but like, but with this generation of kids right now, the the battle of the sexes shit is really gross and toxic with that group. So that's that's good mm. that you said that because I yeah. Is it is those it, are is the two rules right there? Was, that's great. It was gross <laughs> when we were young too. Though. I'm you know oh, I remember that shit. We, was, we we grew up in the fires of death row records, right, bro? <laughs> we came up during the worst. So is it is it you think to, it's, to be impressionable kids? I, I feel so like. from my pr- from my is perspective, it more toxic? When, from my from my perspective, when we grew up, there was a hierarchical type of misogyny, right? I think now what I see with the whole incel thing, and it's a lot of athletes, kids we would not think of as like incels being like a like a Ted Cruz acolyte or whatever, right? Right. right. But and you know, black kids, teenagers, and stuff, where it, it's a it's a resentful which t- type of misogyny, which to me is almost more insidious because it's harder to disprove. It's this, and you see this shit on Twitter constantly. If you're or, or on Instagram, if you follow you know, teenagers, kids in their 20s, whatever, this, like, women are trying to steal your money. They're trying to get you to, you know, there's no benefit to being married. They're trying to, you know, use you for free dates, all this. It, there's this real poisoning of this, like, I don't feel like when we grew up, nah, I felt like it was more... That, was, it was that more, existed. I, but I don't feel like it was a dominant thought in the way that it is, like, I, I, I see, I, I see, like... Or I would put it like yeah, this. I, yeah, I, I, I didn't, I think, I didn't I know anyone who I didn't know anyone who was like, I'm not going to bother trying to be with women because of oh, this fear, okay, which okay. is very much something that you see with younger dudes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like just pay for you know what you need and you know like whatever. It, it is to me that's the that's the difference. Is it's ending in a different place than just that anxiety. Yeah, I don't think the misogyny we grew up with was keep your head on the swivel. They have to get you. It was. It was, bro, just hit it and quit it. Just, you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. like shit on a woman every chance you get. That was the misogyny we grew up on. I think, like, like, gold diggers and shit and thinking they was trying to get your bread and shit was kind of, like, part of it, too. I think that was part of it as well. I, I mean, I just never truly believed in that shit, you know? Or maybe we just had, you know, a particular type of R&B to balance that shit out, too. So we, we fell somewhere in the middle, you know what I mean? But, like... Yeah, that's I, what I, it is. I, I, it's I death it was, row with no R and B right now. Yeah, we had death row. Then we had Joe. You know what I mean? A fucking, <laughs> you know, Maxwell and shit. D'Angelo. You know what I mean? So I, th- right. I think there was a certain level of balance. But I think we grew up like, you know, you know. I think we grew up on some wild misogyny shit where it was like anti women for show, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I certainly wouldn't deny that. Um, all right, let's talk about. Uh, we we had another Twitter goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> a couple nights ago, <laughs> this shit's. I, I, my nerves are too bad for bro, this, bro. I'm my fear, you, my fear of abandonment is really flaring the fuck up on Twitter right now, bro. <laughs> so what's this going was, on, this man? Was not, this, this was not unfounded though. Fucking seventy percent of the workforce said that they weren't opting in on the fucking shit. Like, like it was yeah. good reason to panic that night. We're still here. We'll see how long it lasts. But yeah, it, I don't, I don't, I don't think that was an overreaction. I mean, I think that people. 
you know, got their shit off. They told people how much they, you know, appreciated them and all that shit. And that's good, bro. You know, that's a silver lining in this shit show that has been the fucking Elon Musk reign here. So I'm not mad at it. Yeah, I just, I'm just like, bro, like, nigga, I, I, it seems like three days last week it was supposed to end. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, at some point, we just got to be like, all right, it's going to happen. I'm just, you know, I'm just, it's, if, you know, t- tonight's tonight, you know, I get I get on there and, you know, I, you know, I'm not on there as much as I was, but, you know, I get on there and I hear it's over with, you know, like, three nights out of the people week, are bro. Tweeting a, pe- people are tweeting really emotional stuff at the three of us. Right. It's like deeply appreciated, Hell but also, like, right. I'm See just trying tomorrow. to be here. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. and, then we, and then we get on, act like last night didn't happen. It's feeling too, really Y2K-ish. <laughs> like, I remember, like I told y'all, like, I was out there shooting because ball was life in 2000, you know what I mean? I'm going out to doing what I love, you know what I mean? Like, when the world ends in, in, in 2000, you know what I'm saying? And the fucking missiles go off because everything's haywire, and, you know what I mean? Like, all of that shit. You going out me? with the ball in my hand, right, bro. Right, right. <laughs> Last thing I'm going to hear is the switch of the net. Looking like motherfucking the and one logo, like with a crossover, nigga, you feel me? I'm looking like, uh-uh, you know, that's how, you know, <laughs> when the nuclear bomb hit me, it's going... That's how it's going to hit me with the, in the middle of a crossover or a follow-through. But, yeah, that's what it's feeling that same way at this point, man. I don't know. Tyler's right, though. I, I that, That's a, that's a good point. It's it never was, a bad time to be appreciative. For sure. and, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. And it was based but, on some real shit, but it's just like, yeah, uh, I don't know. Most of the people that there's people that I've been seeing that have been like, you know, very like, I think it'll be fine. Like when Jack, what Jack said, like that, yeah. that made me think, I don't think he's out here capping. You feel me? So. If he is, he's capping about literally the first five paragraphs of his obituary. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. It's like <laughs> right, right. The only reason anyone will like know who that dude was, like in history, you know. Um, all right. Well, we'll see what happens. He did let uh, Elon did let Trump and Kanye back on Twitter today, which I, I sort of. I kind of feel similarly about that to the way I did about the Kyrie thing, bro. It's like I, everyone's going to get their tweets off about it. I just moving on, dog. I, I don't I blocked the dude however long ago. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah I'll, I'll never know he's on Twitter when he gets back on. You know what I'm saying? And I went to his new shit and blocked him there on there. Like because that wasn't the exact same because he had to like he said it was a new a different account, wasn't it? So I think he, had, he was like building know. up his he following. Yeah, he, he had the POTUS and the real Donald Trump. Shit. Yeah, but uh, he um. Yeah, but he uh, I think I think he's not, he said he's not coming on because he's gonna stay on his his own Twitter. He's created. well, he doesn't need to come on because he posts this thing on whatever his social media and thing all is running called. To that anyway, yeah. And he's all of on. the fucking people who talk about how much he can't be allowed back on Twitter go to that and screenshot it so they can post the shit on Twitter that he said on the other app. Like, what the fuck are we Bro. doing? <laughs> it's 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 been it's been so many motherfuckers who like. Gained a platform just from quote tweeting Donald Trump during his presidency. Like I, th- that Eric Clapton looking motherfucker, y'all know who I'm talking about too. That white dude with the glasses. <laughs> that motherfucker was in every Trump quote tweet, dog. I was like, God damn, nigga, go go perform Tears from Heaven or some shit, dog. What the fuck going on? <laughs> y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. I know right, exactly right, right. who you're talking Trump about. Quote tweeter. Yeah, he's, he's one of the leaders ad. of Sir Resign Twitter, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, shit. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, here's a question. I, 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 I posed this on Twitter, and I'm curious for your guys' opinion. Do you think in its existence Twitter has created or cost more people their jobs? Mm-hmm. 
Ooh, what a question, Mike. I think um, it's created more of a... I, th- I think it's cost. I think it's cost more. I think we just, we haven't seen the fucking low profile, you know, call center girl saying, fuck, you know, fuck Sarah Roberts, my manager. You know what I'm saying? Like, we haven't seen those firings and shit. You know what I'm saying? We've seen the high profile ones, like like, like that white lady who was flying to Africa and shit. But Talk I think it's probably it, Making more. age yeah. jokes while flying to Africa yeah, to administer yeah. aid or whatever the fuck she was doing. Idiot. Yeah. I for sure think it's cost more though, because like I said, we haven't seen the the lower level ones. I feel like the ones that that's an HR answer right there. Because I I came down on creative, but you make a point that it's like the probably not as much publicizing of most of the mm-hmm. jobs that got cost. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I for me, I, 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 that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. But I just feel like I've seen so many creators, you know, grow their business or get gigs because of how good they've been at Twitter. Like, especially writers commentators things like that shit me <laughs> you know what i mean like i i'm not I mean, doing all three yeah right like, right we're not that de- we're definitely podcast. not even here you know what i'm saying yeah. without without twitter so i mean i know so many people who have you know popped and grown and you know i'm are, are feeding their family because of what they've been able to do and you know take take advantage of that platform but um yeah i, I but uh the the people getting fired are the the the, the fun ones like you know what I mean that's that's the more you know that's the shit that go viral you know what I mean when people talk yeah. about that shit so all right uh, John you wanted to have a conversation about the word marvelous I didn't want to okay <laughs> but we right. can okay. no we can the thing with me is this okay you while asked a smoking, question you asked okay. a question in the group I had chat. a question I had a question in the group chat ask a question I I while smoking um on Friday night Saturday night What's the thing about smoking? You don't remember a lot of shit. I think it was one of the um. What, what day was it? Was it Friday or Saturday? Couple couple I days ago. I don't know. Friday night. Maybe I think it was Friday night. Anyway, I was uh um uh, smoking. I was thinking like, damn, like I've like I I've never used the word marvelous before. I've never <laughs> used it to describe anything. I've never heard it in the wild. I'm like, you know, what type of nigga you gotta be to actually use the word marvelous on some like. You you look marvelous. You know what I'm saying? Billy like Crystal, bro. You know you said what? That, that, that was Billy Crystal's whole personality. That motherfucker. I mean, you look marvelous. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Shit? Am I sure my age? <laughs> but I'm just like that was Billy old, Crystal's bro. whole shit. I I, 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 I just, I've just I just don't I don't know I just don't know like it's it, it's I was wondering if like you know if it's, it's still even used. I've never never really never heard anybody use it. And I was thinking like you know what's more flagrant a nigga without facial hair. Which I think is what led to Michael B's downfall because I did a joint. I did. Oh, a, that's a topic later. Okay, I have okay. A topic. We're, okay, we're, we're gonna talk about, talk about that. Later. that. Yep. I think it led to Michael B's. We'll talk about it a little later. But yeah, um, like a a, 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 face, a nigga who shaved bald face ass nigga like on on purpose. You know what I'm saying by design. You know, cutting their face hair off, or a nigga that be out here calling people marvelous and calling women marvelous and they and they motherfucking you know what I'm saying uh, comments on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm wondering, hey, Tyler, yeah. I mean, you're Tyler looking marvelous no in this Instagram. To post. me, marvelous is just a wild, <laughs> unless you're being like, you know what I'm saying, ironic or purposely yeah, clowning yourself. Joking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, I just, I don't think you can use marvelous like in an in actual conversation that you, you know, uh, uh, that's, that's way weirder than just a, a bare faced nigga to me. Future on looking exotic. He pulls it off splendidly. Marvelously, I might say. It's, arti- but, uh, it's uh, art. It's yes. art. It makes yes. more sense in that space. You know what I mean? Like, rappers be saying a bunch of words that they don't use. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? 
in my lexicon. And you, nigga, like Nas uses that term. He ain't saying that in a in a conversation. You know what I'm saying? Talking about your, your vocabulary. You feel what I mean? Like, come on, G. Y'all might. Y'all some word using ass niggas. Y'all might t- drop a lexicon <laughs> off. You feel me? <laughs> I use lexicon. I, 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 I searched my iMessage for Marvelous, and I, I did not have any results other than our conversation. Bro, you can't. Like, it's even in, like, you know, dog, it's, 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 a, it's a word that if you use it, like, it will. I will. If you, if you say Marvelous, I will stop in the middle. Like, this nigga just said Marvelous. Like, this like it, it, it would it would be shocking to me to hear somebody use that conversation use that word in a conversation. We got a homie named Marv that everyone calls Marvelous Marv, and I got another homie who's a Samoan dude named Marvelous. His mm-hmm. first name is Marvelous. That I've told y'all about that's, Westside. That's, Marv. That's, that's Does he have hands? Does he have hands? That's a hard nigga. That's and the face you made was like he ain't got hands. He is the <laughs> nigga with hands, dog. Like bro, dog. He's yeah. from a neighborhood where to be undefeated <laughs> undefeated for a lifetime is it a real accomplishment, bro. bro. We got but, a nigga and, like that in listen, St. Louis. I was gonna text y'all about Mar- actually about Marvelous because it's a dude. Have you y'all been following Kareg, the uh, Samoan uh, musician? He just got booked for Rolling Loud. He's like all the all the Southern California, all the like Long Beach and Compton and Carson Samoan dudes are like super happy for this dude. I texted Tyler and JJ. I bet the next time uh, Kareg pops up, he's going to have fucking Marv with him as his bodyguard. And sure of fucking enough, today, <laughs> <laughs> shit came up and fucking Marv is standing right next to him. Bro. <laughs> but niggas like that, like, I, I got a I got hump, got a, my homie hump, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he introduced me to a, a, the nigga that never lost in the neighborhood, you know what I'm saying, in U-City. Right. You feel me? And that's how you never lost a fight. You got to put that... <laughs> In the, in the introduction, you feel me? When you meet that nigga, like, if you the man with hands, yeah, this is my homie so-and-so, nicest hands in the city, never lost. Oh, bro, come on, G. Yeah. I wouldn't even Marv graduated there, from being nothing. a bouncer. Marv graduated from being a bouncer because shit was being resolved too too uh, abruptly. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was oh, like, wow. you, you got to be private security, bro. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> Uh, he wanted to do. He he wanted to see the dudes who have prep time to mount their attacks. He wants a new challenge now. <laughs> like, <laughs> he said he's graduated. Right. He graduated. <laughs> oh shit. Um. All right. Uh. Let's see. We don't need. If talk you introduce me to Marv, would you tell me? You know. Yeah. You never lost a fight to this the nigga. You know what I'm saying? Oh hell yeah. Marv, yeah. And, and I'll show you put the, that in the, in the, in the, in the introduction. Let me show you the face he would make, which the people listening on audio format can't see. He go, <laughs> love it, and that's the one. He with the- <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about. Uh, we we got we got two for Thanksgiving week here. We got two real uh, <laughs> stupid talking about how people look topics, but we got to talk about this Lupita shit, bro. Oh wow! <laughs> Tyler tweeted. Quote tweeted the video of her underwater workouts. From He's Wakanda still my forever. heart, bro. The core strength on display. Prior, though. Let's make sure you, that, you know what I'm saying. The core strength on display. The core, in that video. The core strength. It, it, the core strength that that woman has. It's just so perfect and, and so round. Can, can I? <laughs> so, I, can't, I can't do this, y'all. I'm a, <laughs> how y'all, how y'all walking the line here, bro? 
You know hey, what I'm saying? Like, listen, listen, you, listen. Uh, listen, I always, like, the ass didn't persuade me. I've always been a loser. Always. Fan. I have always been in love with that woman. She is fucking beautiful. Beautiful, bro. This ass that she has recently emerged out of the wild. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my! Listen, bro. When she popped up in Black Panther, bro, ever with, with that ass, I was like, like, bro. I turned and looked at Summer, like, what the? <laughs> like, we could not believe. Like, dogs, literally breathtaking, literally breathtaking. I never believed that breathtaking shit because they say that shit about like people like fucking you know <laughs> Courtney Cox or whatever, and that shit never moved me. But Lupita legit took my breath away, dog. God damn! What a beautiful. Woman. How'd you Dog. check? How'd you check? And the core strength had you checking the with your strength. wife. <laughs> I accidentally hit the wrong group chat. Talk about <laughs> that booty boy. That's a You meant to hit the Jenkins and Jones group chat. Not y'all the had Jenkins me in the right. Jones what happened plus, was, plus plus plus. I saw, I group saw chat. the video, and you and, and then I went back, and you had just texted. In the other group chat, and ca- got yeah. caught up, man. But yes, I fucked you up. I fucked you up. No, All no, right, no. we we'll say grace. We we'll say grace before. Um, <laughs> I, w- I want to talk about. You, you alluded to this earlier, but the last thing I wanted to talk about was: Have we seen a downfall of a higher velocity than Michael B. Jordan's? Did John? Did that one photo shoot for Jonathan Majors? Just completely supplant Michael B. Jordan that quickly. I've never witnessed anything like this. The, I, I, I think Michael B. Jordan's gonna gonna be okay. I mean, I, if you ask me, the the most rapid downfall that we've seen as of late is for sure the uh, baby though. That motherfucker. Y'all see the footage of him going to the Cheesecake Factory trying to give out tickets, and people are like, "Why are you back here?" Like, if motherfuckers in the Cheesecake Factory are telling you you're not welcome with your free stuff, like, bro. <laughs> Why are like, you back here is yes. hilarious. <laughs> the Cheesecake Factory, people say. Oh, that, that, okay. From, that, a, that, from that, an cause, establishment. From a remember, business I remember establishment. Why are you back here? A second. He was getting away with all oh, he was, he was rookie of the year. Bro, he was rookie of the year, what, 2019? The baby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I was, you know, you know. Who was I to question? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, do what do, do you? But Michael B is wild because he was like, you know, like you know, we we knew we on on Twitter on, online they loved, you know, they loved uh, the baby, right? Like Michael B was like listed as the sexiest man on like magazines and shit, world sexiest man. Like was it? I thought it was like a couple years ago, but apparently it was 2018. My girl corrected me, like, yo, it was 2018, and she was like, I'm be uh, honest with you, a lot of my I I, I, I put it on Instagram. Hella women in my DMs talking about the man is mid. I'm like, what? Because it was not that long ago that bro, he was the subject of quite a, said, a good they, amount and, of posting. And, and I will not say who said it because they said it like, man, I, I hate to say it, but he's seeing him with the emotions on the sideline. On the, you know what I'm saying? When he was, when he was put on the hardwood on the bait on the, yeah, the sideline, bro. Like they said that that was not a good look. That was not a good look. And also, when he shaved his facial hair, they they said they saw the they saw like bro, it just wasn't it. You feel me? So, I he took some L's that he that not that to call the man mid was wild because a lot of these women was in my DMs when I was posting talking about how beautiful he was. You know what I'm saying yeah. and all that shit. And I was like, yeah, I think I I thought he was a beautiful man. 
2018 when it dropped, you know, them pictures were, he looked incredible in them pictures, you feel me? And now I'm just hearing like, yo, I, you know, I asked a question thinking he, that he was still was the shit. Like, who's more handsome? You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what's what's now? Eight, what's Jonathan Major. Jonathan Major. Jonathan Majors or Michael B. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, bro, <laughs> I think he got washed 75 to 25 percent. Nick, he got cooked. <laughs> he got even some of my friends was like, like dudes. He'd be up like, I went and voted for him just because it looked so bad. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt bad for. I'm like, dog. You know what I'm saying? And I, this ain't, this ain't. You know what I'm saying? Jonathan, Mack, bro, that motherfucker. Like I said, he a specimen. The man, look. Yeah. The, hey, I saw the photos. Like, damn, nigga, this nigga here. You feel me? <laughs> I had to look away a little bit. <laughs> Gather myself. The man looked great. You feel what I'm saying? But to see that yeah. they call him Michael B. Mid, mid, bro. Nigga, that's wild. That's wild. That that that, that I, I was hurt for him. You know what I mean? And I don't even know the nigga. I'm like, damn, bro, that's mid, mid. You went from the most beautiful man in yeah. the world to and mid then some of in these three, specifically years. the same women I that were posting about him with some regularity on Twitter. We're we're talking about there's never been a bigger acting mismatch than there's about to be between Jonathan Majors. Tyler said the same Michael thing. Bro, yeah, bro, bro, like 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 I said, that's gonna be Denzel versus Ray Allen levels of <laughs> <laughs> Like it's gonna get ugly, dog. It's wild though, man. Like like Michael B. Jordan was the world's sexiest man by people and now the woman telling him to get the fuck out the cheesecake factory. Life moves fast, <laughs> man. <laughs> bro, okay. That would hurt me, bro. All cause, all, all cause, partly because I showed emotions. I was hurt from a, because I was with a woman I love who was a gorgeous woman. You know what I mean? Like he, he showed, he showed a chink in the armor, bro. From from marvelous B Jordan to mid B Jordan, and oh, man. three months <laughs> flat. <bro. laughs> Michael mid Jordan. That Michael. That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. I, that hurt. I'm like, damn, bro. All right, y'all. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hope uh, hope everyone gets some time with family. We are, <clears throat> as we say every year, we are super thankful for you guys. Thanks for uh, thanks for giving us a reason to uh, hang out and bullshit about <laughs> fucking <laughs> how actors and actresses look. <laughs> calling a man mid, man. Calling calling the most beautiful man in the world mid. That's a that's worth conversation. We had to talk about it. This game don't love nobody. Don't bro. love nobody. Sheesh. But we love y'all. Thank you, Jenkins and Jones fans, <laughs> listeners, all that shit, etc. We appreciate y'all. Appreciate the producers. Thank you to the volume. Gentlemen, thank you to you. Very thankful to have both of you guys in my life. I was oh, reflecting uh, on the on the night we thought Twitter was going about genuinely how different my life would be. First of all, just because y- y'all were funny and it's always more laughter is always good. But then to actually become friends with you guys and host a show and all that shit is kind of stupid that that happened because of fucking Twitter. But that is the truth. That is the truth. So. What are they calling posts on Mastodon? Toots. <laughs> Fuck Mastodon. <laughs> they call them what, dog? Toots. They call them toots, dog. Rather, rather she hit me up. She said like a lot of her friends are like, you know, starting, you know, Joints because they're they're early adopters. <laughs> they're early adopters. Early <laughs> they're adopt. heading over to Mastodon, taking their tweets to twos. All right, man, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <y'all. laughs>
All right, y'all. We'll see see y'all next week for show. Bye. Bye. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.